0: Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode and yes I do realize we missed last week sorry about that but circumstances everyone you're living them you know them so we'll just move forward I'm trying not to feel too bad but I'm taking up a lot of time in this intro too so I'm just gonna say hey Suzanne hey Michelle yeah things happen
1: Sometimes we just don't get to it.
0: Yeah, things do happen. And I'm trying to release the guilt of it so I can just step into this episode without feeling like I'm being held back because I'm feeling bad about not recording last week.
1: Okay, well, (laughs) it's like, don't feel bad. It is what it is.
0: I know. And I'm like a wordy mother (laughs) today. Like, I'm sorry for the language, (laughs) but like, I am talking too much. So I'm just gonna, again, say... Hey, Suzanne. It's a blustery day. We're here in Hawaii, and we're Mm -hmm. recording this episode. How are
1: you? Good. And yeah, it's one of those rare Hawaiian days where you step outside and (laughs) there is no blue sky anywhere. It is completely overcast, and the wind is blowing about 40 miles an hour. And it's like, yeah, crappy day in Hawaii. Yeah. It's no
0: fun to lay out. It's no fun to go shopping. So what we've been doing and don't judge everyone out there because I know it's early here. Uh We had a really nice breakfast where orange juice was maybe optional.
1: Yeah. It was. Throw
0: me under the bus, Suzanne. You you can
1: do that. Yeah. It was a go for me. I had orange juice. You had champagne. (laughs) Yeah. No orange juice. I mean, I had champagne in the orange juice, but yeah, I added the orange juice. You did not. Yes, that is
0: exactly true. So Mm -hmm. yeah, we're sitting here now. You're in your room. I'm in my room. Mm -hmm. And these rooms are pretty spectacular, but (laughs) they are smarter than I am. And I don't like that. I don't Uh, like walking into a space and feeling like I'm stupid.
1: Well- Okay. Yeah, I have to agree. And I can't believe we can spend an entire episode talking about how smart our hotel room is and how dumb we are. But that's exactly what we're going to do today.
0: We are. And, you know, I know bathrooms are kind of a private thing, but I Mm -hmm. have got to tell you, and much of this episode is going to revolve around our toilets.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's just say, when we were at a business dinner last night, and I did ask the chairman of the board at the business dinner what he thought about the toilet in his hotel room. I feel like if I can break that barrier and ask the chairman of the board that question, we can talk about it in a podcast. You are brave, and I think I nudged you to do it. So thanks for taking (laughs) that bullet for both of us. Yep. I was just in that kind of mood last night, and and we had quite a conversation about the toilets, and it was table-wide. Everyone at the dinner table had their own input about the toilet in our uh, rooms. We absolutely
0: did. So let's just jump right into it, and I'm going to share my first experience with this toilet and why I was so frustrated, and then we can expand off of that because I know you haven't had the experience with this toilet that I have. I have not, but yeah, you go right ahead. Because you're not brave enough to push the buttons that I was willing to push on the remote control.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you just tell your story.
0: (laughs) Okay, so we check into our hotel. And again, it was a long day of flying. We flew from Austin, Texas to Honolulu, direct, Mm -hmm. no stops, eight and a half hours on the plane. A six-hour time, or I guess it was a five-hour time difference. And we get to our hotel, bring our bags up, and I'm like, I have to go pee. So I walk into the bathroom, and there is this toilet. And as I go to lift up the lid, I don't need to because it lifts automatically for me. It's like, I'm here for you. So true. So true. So I sit down to go pee and I look over and there is a remote. A remote that is for person one in your room and person two in your room. So you can personalize this remote to your preferences. (gasps) Yeah. So I'm looking at this and then I'm like, oh, it's a bidet. Very Mm -hmm. cool. So I just start pushing buttons and this bidet starts going. Mm -hmm. and going, and going. Mm -hmm. And it's not on a timer, so it's not stopping. And I'm sitting there going, how am I ever going to stand up? Because if I do, that water's going to hit the ceiling. I'm going to have to explain to the hotel why we destroyed this new hotel room. And I just have to sit here and figure this out. Well, I look over to the side of the remote and there's a phone there. And I'm like, okay, why do you have a phone in the bathroom other than right to call for help? And I'm thinking, I swear to God, if I have to call my husband for help (laughs) to get off this toilet, I'm going to lose my mind. So I just kept pushing buttons. Finally, I got it to stop. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to touch them again. But of course, out of curiosity, I do. So here's this love-hate relationship with this toilet that in the middle of the night makes so much noise after the person who's used it comes back to bed. You think there's like a ghost or somebody in the room with
1: you. It's It's freaky. It's so stupid. Okay, and I'm just walking to... Because we're in the hotel room. Oh, and there is a phone. Because I was going to say, I don't remember there being a phone in our bathroom. but there is How a phone could you miss it? It's huge. <laughs> I know. But I did just walk in there and confirm that, yes, there is a phone in that bathroom. I don't know how I missed it. Did you think I was lying about it? <laughs> no. It's like, no. What I was thinking is, how did they get a phone in their bathroom and we didn't get one in ours? That little competitiveness in me is you know, rearing its ugly head. That little FOMO about a phone in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, like, how did I not get a phone? But we did get a phone. I just didn't, never noticed it. Okay, so now that you've set the foundation for this toilet, our experience, and again, time change to Hawaii. We came from Arizona three hours earlier in Hawaii. And so in the middle of the night, of course, the first couple nights are, you know, you wake up at three in the morning because it would be six in the morning in Scottsdale. You know, so we have a restless night of sleep, basically. So I get up, I go to the bathroom. Not only does the lid lift itself, I mean, you just have to walk through the door. It's like, it's an automatic lid lift. And it's like, okay, this freaks me out. But (laughs) then it's an automatic flush too. So you leave the room and the toilet flushes. You don't push any buttons you don't do anything, it flushes. It's a loud flush. So then that wakes up my husband. So he gets up and he goes to the bathroom and the lid lifts when he enters the room. And when he leaves, it flushes all by itself. We have nothing to do with it. And our first night here was a night of he gets up, then I get up, then he gets up. And it's a constant stream of flushing and lid lifting. And then the lid, of course, lowers after the flush. (laughs) And it's like, this is the stupidest toilet I've ever, ever experienced because it's like, okay, (laughs) it's taking smart too far in my opinion. (laughs) I would
0: have to agree. But first of all, let's give a shout out to the brand of toilets because it's your favorite brand. It's the Toto brand.
1: Yeah, but I like the basic regular Toto yeah, I do too toilet. I don't <laughs> need all the fancy crap that they put with it. Pardon the pun. It's like, just oh give me God. a Toto. <laughs> give me a Toto toilet that you have to manually flush, that you have to manually lift the lid. It's still a great toilet. Let's not do the bells and whistles. And so I asked the chairman of the board last night at dinner. I said, So what's your take on the toilet in your room? And he laughed at me, of course. And he said, well, I think it's kind of stupid. (laughs) It's like, yeah, thank you. He agreed with us. It's a stupid toilet. For a smart toilet, it's a stupid toilet.
0: Right. And I (laughs) already know your answer. But have you tried the bidet feature?
1: No. Why would I do that? If I tried it, then I'd be in the same position you were in, where it'd be like, okay, now what do I do? I'm stuck here because I don't know how to turn it off. And no, I didn't try it. It's like, I live my whole life without a bidet. I do not need to experiment with one in a hotel room. Sorry. Well,
0: the the conversation at dinner last night digressed even more because- <laughs> Yes, it did. One of our friends was there and he's like, do you know you can increase the power of like the stream that comes up? I'm like, yes, I push that button. And so I know it can. And then last night, of course, when I get home after we've talked about it for three hours at dinner, because it was a long dinner, I have to try the other features of it. And I'm like, right.
1: Yeah. It heats. It heats up. Oh, well, and yeah. And ours was preheated, let's just say. I never had to touch any buttons. So from the time we came in, the toilet seat is heated. I think the water is probably heated too. And again, we're in Hawaii. In Anchorage, Alaska, that heated toilet seat might be a good idea. But in Hawaii, for Christ's sakes, you do not need a heated toilet. You just don't. And... (laughs) And I'm just thinking so stupid for a smart toilet. I, It's just
0: so ironic. Okay. Well, I almost at, like, hate to ask this question. Do you have a second bathroom in your room?
1: Yes, we do. A okay. powder room.
0: Okay. It's yeah, we have that room. too. So if I wasn't so lazy in the middle of the night, I should just go use that one because it probably would not disturb the other people. Other people. Like I have multiple okay. people in my room at night. My husband. When okay. I go
1: back I, to bed. I just want to say already tried it doesn't work. And you know why? Because and maybe your room is different. But there's a, it's a two room, you know, like there's a bedroom, and then there's a sitting area. And between the bedroom and the sitting area, they have what in most hotels would be a wall. In this hotel, it like shutter blinds. And so it's not really a wall. So it doesn't insulate the noise so because i did try to come to the powder room bathroom thinking the same thing but the stupid toilets are so loud that you hear the seat lift you hear it flush the light turns on in the powder room the light turns on by itself and it turns off by itself and it's like okay well this is just stupid can i emphasize enough this is a stupid toilet
0: (laughs) Right. And then beyond the toilet yesterday I was trying to explain to you how to work the shower because you said you cannot get hot water. It's lukewarm right. or cold. And so ice I was cold, trying for the yeah. record
1: it's ice cold.
0: Yeah, did you figure that out this morning?
1: Um no. It's I'm I stand by what I did. And I could not figure out any other way. You turn it to get it to hot, which goes to lukewarm. It does not go to hot. And you turn it the other direction to turn it off. And when you turn it off, it goes to ice cold before it turns off. So you have to get out of the shower to turn it off or you get that burst of ice. You know there's a button to push,
0: right? To move it to the hotter section, right? Um, No, I don't know that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, I'll have to show you. I I think that could be the problem because... Yeah, it's kind of like a European shower where it doesn't want to scold you or sc- sc- how do you say that word? Scald. Scald. Scald you. Scald. Scald you.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that would be a good Wordle word. S-C-A-L-D. I'm going to D. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bank that in my brain for a word. It's going to come up in Wordle one of these days.
0: Yeah. Whole nother, whole nother
1: podcast. Yeah. Whole nother podcast topic because I don't think we've talked about Wordle yet.
0: Oh, we've talked about Wordle. We talked about it in like four episodes, so people were probably oh. like, "Get over your damn Wordle."
1: <laughs> hey, okay, I'm getting off topic. I'll we'll go back to the the issues with the bathroom. I don't have that lighting issue at the middle of the night. It
0: must be a setting that you're on or something because I will use the bathroom. It is loud. I do think mm-hmm. someone's breaking in to the room, but the light doesn't ever go on.
1: Well, in here in our room, it's like just the powder room light. So it could be a setting that I haven't figured out because there are so many bells and whistles in this room that it's blowing my mind. And right, yeah, oh, okay. So I'll give you an example of this morning, I woke up at five and there's a panel of buttons to push, to turn the lights on. So I get up to make my coffee I just want the coffee area light to come on. There's a button for that. Because I don't want to turn on the bedroom lights. Um, But then there's like daylight, sunset, relax, and off on the button switch. Have you noticed that on the light switch?
0: I have and it confuses me. And Rob's (laughs) like, the lighting in here sucks. I'm like, I don't know how to run the remote on it.
1: I know. And so I've tried them all and they're all pretty much the same. But then, so I sit down this morning, I hit daylight and it turned on all the lights and I start working. And at about quarter to seven, they all turn off. And it's like, well, that's odd. (laughs) The lights just turned off. Is there a power outage? So I get up and I go back to the light switch and I hit daylight and they all come back on. And I work for about an hour and a half and the lights just turn off. And it's like, okay. So then I get up and I walk over the light switch and I turn it back on. And then an hour and a half later, they turn themselves off. They're on a timer to turn off every hour and a half. And it's like, well, this is stupid. That is stupid. And honestly,
0: I haven't been in my room long enough like for a period of time where I'm awake to notice mm-hmm. that they're on a cycle
1: because
0: mm-hmm. we really don't spend that much time in our our room. Mm-hmm.
1: But you do when you get up at five a.m. and you yes. go, you immediately go exercise. You go for a walk or something right away when you get up. But I immediately turn on my computer because it's three hours later, so I can do store work early in the morning. Yeah, get and, a lot
0: done early, but it makes get a lot done a very long right. day.
1: It makes for a very long day. And so it's one of the things I've noticed that every hour and a half, the lights turn off and you have to get up and go turn them back on.
0: I'm going to have to ask Rob about that because I do get up and I meditate, but I don't need Mm -hmm. lights to meditate. I like it dark and then I go for a walk then I come Mm -hmm. back and just get ready and then go meet you for drinks. Right. (laughs) Okay. Not just drinks. (laughs) We're having breakfast Uh too. But right. we're on vacation, so we can have mm-hmm. a mimosa in the morning or yeah, straight. Yeah, we, we absolutely can.
1: Okay, so we've covered the toilet. We've covered the shower. We've covered the lights, all issues. So let's talk about the iPad sitting next to the bed. Have you messed around with that at all? I haven't. Mess around okay, well, with it at all. Is there
0: an issue with that too?
1: Okay. Well, it's only because either it's stupid or we're stupid. So I'm going to give it to the iPad. I'm going to give it to the whole smart room idea. It's a stupid idea. Because I don't know, Jeff was trying to turn off the lights from the iPad last night and he hit the wrong button. <laughs> and, I mean, music just started blaring where. It just so happens your room is right below ours in the hotel. And it's like, turn it off because you're going to wake up Robin Michelle downstairs. I mean, it was that loud. And in the middle of the night, and it's not middle of the night, but, you know, it was probably 10, and he hits the wrong button. So then he has to get up and he has to figure out how to get back to the main screen so that he can hit the right button to turn the lights off. Now, by this time, I could have been up. Back in the other room and turned off the lights from the switch on the wall by the front door. But which is what I do. Right. But yeah. So then (laughs) it gets back to the home screen. But then next to the light screen or the control, whatever the control is called on the iPad, there's like a housekeeping. And so then he accidentally hits that button because he doesn't have his glasses on because we're already in bed so then they say hello (laughs) and it's like okay well we don't want to talk to you we just hit the wrong button i mean this went on for i don't know five minutes last night because we couldn't find the right button and then we had to find the glasses and we had to yeah just stupid smart room
0: Okay. So I I do just have to ask because there is one other feature that I've discovered in this room that I'm like, I don't even want to use you because you're so hard, but I have to use you because I didn't bring a hairdryer from my house. But that hairdryer, have you tried that yet? Like all the different (laughs) settings, you push this button and then you decide on one, two, or three, and then you have to figure out how to turn it
1: off. I was going to say, you have to find the power button first. Because the power button is kind of hidden on the side, it's like it's a fancy-dancy hair dryer. But yeah, first find the power button, and then you have to figure out the setting: is it cool or hot? And then it's at one, two, or three. Yeah, stupidest hair dryer ever.
0: Yes, you will never find that at my personal home because I just like one uh, where you push a button and it's on, and it's on,
1: on, it's off, on. on off. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to ask
0: you this question, like with all Uh the technology in the room for us, it's very difficult for people at the table last night. They're not fans, but do you think that's generational? Do you think like a younger couple coming in here would be able to totally figure it out, master it, love every feature in the hotel room?
1: Absolutely. My son would, yeah. He'd be in here and he'd have everything under control in about five minutes. He'd have everything set the way it's supposed to be set. He'd probably be able to adjust the lights. He'd probably be able to shut the stupid toilet off. He'd probably be able to figure out the iPad that's the control panel by the bed. Yeah, I it's absolutely generational. Right. And he'd probably be thinking
0: at the end of his stay, this was the best experience ever. Like, I love technology. Yeah. I love, like, all their advancement. and Yeah,
1: yeah. they do everything right. Yeah. But yeah. no. Uh, so, there you have it. The <laughs> there story you have the, it. Yeah, the story of the toilet, the story of the smart, the stupid smart room that we're in. Yeah,
0: smarter than us. I don't like feeling stupid. And I will tell you one thing that is not technology in this room that has made me feel stupid. And maybe you haven't had this experience yet. But Mm -hmm. trying to figure out how to open the sliding glass door. I I have to say, (laughs) challenge me. And Rob's looking at me like...
1: Michelle, you it's just push door. that down. I'm like, what do you push down? I don't see anything here to push I down. I did the exact same thing. It literally took me like 10 minutes to figure out how to open the sliding glass door. <laughs> it's like, why? And so I'm trying to decide. So this hotel is not a chain of hotels. It's a private hotel. In So do you think it's owned by a European company? Because it definitely caters to... I think a European or maybe even an Asian clientele. Would you agree with me on that? I would agree. And
0: the only time I've found some of these features is in Europe when we've gone and I have been super frustrated Mm -hmm. because I couldn't figure out the shower or I couldn't figure out the lights. Mm -hmm. So I would agree that there's some of that coming in here.
1: Well, and I know that you haven't used the coffee pot because you don't drink coffee, but they have a Nespresso, which is very European. And again, great coffee pot. It's just a matter of figuring out how to use it. And, and it's interesting to me that they assume we will know how to use it. It's not like there's a booklet of instructions about how to use the Nespresso. And fortunately, I used to have an espresso like the one they have in the room. But, you know, if my mom came in here, she wouldn't have a clue how to use that coffee machine. Right. I think they want to force
0: you to order room service because didn't Jeff say they sold a cup of coffee or a pot of coffee a couple of years back for like $28 a pot or something? $34
1: $34 a pot. And yeah, I remember how he was going to leave the hotel. He was so angry that they charged us 30, like $34 for a pot of coffee. And he was outraged by that. But this time he was just proud as a peacock because he there's a Starbucks right down the street from us. So every morning he gets up and he walks down to Starbucks and brings us coffee. And yesterday morning, he went down and it usually takes him about 15 minutes to get down there and back with our coffee. And like five minutes, he was back with coffee and he goes, ha, ah. they hide the coffee, but you can get free coffee in the lobby. You just have to go around the corner to get your coffee, but they nice. do have free coffee. So you don't have to buy it from room service and you don't have to walk all the way to Starbucks.
0: Okay. Well, let me ask you this question because we're on Starbucks. What? is the price of an average cup of coffee, like your coffee habit for a coffee in the morning? How much do you usually spend? And is there a difference between mainland and Hawaii on what you spend on that cup of coffee?
1: Okay, well, I don't pay attention. I have no idea how much my cup of coffee costs. And I have the app on my phone. So I pay with the app on my phone. So I don't pay attention to what my cup of coffee is. Okay. Well, I do pay
0: attention to my guilty pleasure, which I love a diet soda in the morning. Now, when I'm back in Havasu, Circle K has this wonderful program. You pay $5.99 a month plus tax, and you get one Mm -hmm. soda a day, any size for a month. So I like that Mm -hmm. program. Mm -hmm. I sometimes go to McDonald's where- everywhere but Alaska probably, you can get a large Diet Coke for a dollar. So I know the price of my Diet Cokes. Mm-hmm. So yesterday I went for this long walk up the side. I didn't go up Diamond Head, but alongside Diamond Head in the neighborhoods up by the lighthouse. And as mm-hmm. I was coming back, I was dying of thirst and there was a Burger King there. So I'm like, I'll just pop in and get a Diet Coke. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you know how much they charged me for that damn Diet Coke? I have I Well, I do, because you told me, but tell us.
0: $5.75 for a Diet is, Coke.
1: Yeah, which is crazy. 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 Yeah.
0: yeah. I almost, today on my walk, popped into McDonald's to see if it was similar or the same, but mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I'd be really ticked, because I, I was ticked. I couldn't even use the cash I had with me. I had to use my credit card, because
1: <laughs> it was so expensive. <laughs> But you did get it anyway, right? You got your Diet Coke. Yeah,
0: I did. But had I known it was five seventy five before he started mm-hmm. like filling up that glass, I probably would have said, No, you mm-hmm. keep your Diet Coke. I don't need one that bad.
1: Yeah. It was I ridiculous, Suzanne. Well, it was it so is... expensive. <laughs> yeah. It, it not gonna lie. That's an expensive Diet Coke. Without yeah. a doubt.
0: Yeah. So stupid. But mm-hmm. It is what it is. I guess they can get
1: that for Diet Coke. So they do. Well, yeah. I, I guess that's the whole point. It's right. Man, you don't you wonder how much of this is, is makeup for how much they lost during COVID. Because I can't help thinking when I walk around Waikiki, how devastating the lockdown must have been for these businesses, the hotels, the whole hospitality industry in Hawaii. I know it's terrible everywhere, but when you're in a place where your entire, what's the word I want to say, your entire economy revolves around tourism, it must have been devastating. Oh,
0: I can only imagine. And they have to rebound in some way, but don't charge me right. five seventy-five for Diet Coke. I'm not going to come back. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, good point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So like listening to you talk about, I'm just going to quickly jump back to the coffee machine in the room. I'm so uh-huh. super happy that the only thing in that kitchenette area I need is a corkscrew. So <laughs> that's much easier <laughs> yeah. to operate. Most of them, I don't need an instruction manual, but I'm sure yeah. putting that out into the universe, I'm going to get some instruction <laughs> manual. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know. One
0: that's... Yeah. Way too smart for me. And I don't look forward to the day of that. Good point. Yeah. You so. know, that
1: makes me think about the instruction manuals because so Jeff and I went on a quick road trip last week before we came to Hawaii. And my vehicle, the light always comes on on the dashboard that says I have a tire low. And so we're constantly filling up this tire and the light never goes off. And then my brother was visiting a couple of weeks ago, he got the light to go off and it's like, yeehaw. And then the light kept coming back on, on this little road trip. And so that message comes up on the dashboard that says, please check your owner's manual. And it's like, then I'm looking for the owner's manual. And then I realized that it's digital and that you actually just hit a button and it supposed to come up on the screen in your car but then you can't do it when you're driving because that's a ha- a driving hazard so you have to wait until you stop and then you but you pull up the owner's manual digitally which i'm like no i need the book i need the book to look it up i need to know the page number to go to i don't want to try and find this digitally in my car
0: yeah, do you in general everyday life if you were to buy a hair dryer, if you were to buy I don't know something else, do you read the instruction manual? Only if I have to. Okay. Like if it powers up, I'm like, okay, it works, but right. I do have one son that would read whenever he bought anything the instruction manual. And I'm like, I'm Mm -hmm. super proud of you because you know exactly what's going on. and
1: Right. Well, and my son's point is if you don't read the instruction manual, you miss out on a lot of the features because you don't really know they exist unless you look at the manual.
0: So true. And, you know, it's so funny that you say that because the other day on TikTok, you know, I was watching something that had like, iPhone hacks, did you know your iPhone could do this? I'm like, I didn't know that, that's really cool. And they have other TikToks, and I'll just share this one because it makes me feel really stupid, but (laughs) it was a TikTok and they had a kid's happy meal from McDonald's, so I guess we're gonna go with this McDonald's thing real quick. And Mm -hmm. they showed how you can break that box down so it's an actual tray that you serve your kids the food on. Like the whole top of that box, is detachable. And I didn't know that until just the other day.
1: Has it always been like that, do you think? Always.
0: I think it has always been like that, but who knew? I never got the learner's manual. I didn't know. My kids never figured it out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was very
1: interesting. (laughs) That's a missed opportunity, in my opinion, from McDonald's. It's like, I never saw that in a commercial, never saw that in any marketing And it's like, "Hmm, if you're going to create it, why not let people know you've done it?
0: Exactly. And it's so fun. I don't know if you watch TikTok, but there are a lot of those videos. So maybe that should be a segment on here where we (laughs) find something and we're like, we just found this out today also, because there's so much out there that is so common sense Mm -hmm. that we miss on a day-to-day basis. I mean, my kids are grown. They don't eat Happy Meals anymore. So... Mm -hmm. Missed
1: opportunity. Missed opportunity. Okay, so that brings me to, so the road trip Jeff and I went on last week was we just quick drove up to Antelope Canyon and very fun. And you have to, it's in the Navajo Nation. So you have to have a guided tour. You have to have a tour guide to take you into the Antelope Canyon, but it's a beautiful, worth, every penny. It doesn't cost that much, but it was worth it. So beautiful. But we had a really good tour guide, but he saw that I had an iPhone 13 and he goes, oh my gosh, I'll use your phone as an example. Is that okay? And he starts taking photos with my camera and he's adjusting the settings like, and I'm like, how did you learn all this? (laughs) He's like, well, if you just, you know, read through the instruction, the instructions, because he didn't say book of how to use your iPhone, you'll learn all of this. And I'm, I'm like, no, I won't. (laughs) I'll never figure out how to change the settings and how to get wide angle photos. And I mean, it was unbelievable. And again, this kid, you know, super great tour guide. The photos he took compared to the photos I took were night and day, because he knew. But to watch him operate my phone, it's like, wow, who knew?
0: Right. And if you go down that road even further, because the kids, this generation is so good with the technology of today. So they're probably listening to this episode thinking we're dinosaurs. But you know what, when you're mm-hmm. our age, you're going to be the dinosaurs because something new is going to be coming in. So,
1: right. and yeah, I do remember, I gotta remember the, that. And I do remember the days when I was up on technology And for my parents, it was, and my dad was always pretty good with it. He caught on pretty quickly. My mom, it was foreign to my mom. But like when first time someone gave us a VCR for a wedding gift and I knew immediate, I mean, I was able to figure out how to use that VCR immediately. And I figured out how to record shows. And I, there's so much I learned how to do very quickly. And I was very good at it. And I had to teach my dad how to do it because he couldn't figure it out. And I thought, I'll never get to that point where I won't understand it. And <laughs> never say never. Yeah, because here we are. Yeah.
0: Yeah. In about 20 years, I'll probably have robots making the beds when mm-hmm. you get out of it or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. but
1: Okay, well, and I'm just going to say, I'm going to put this out here because my mom, bless her heart, you know, she still lives in Alaska. and the cable company switched to internet service. Oh yeah. And in a, yeah, and in Alaska it's not like you have a lot of options. You have one cable company, everyone uses it. So when they switched to internet use <laughs> at 87 years old, you have to understand internet which is a pretty foreign concept to my mom to begin with. And she does great because she knows how to do Zoom calls. She knows how to um, do FaceTime. She does courses online. She was able to watch her church services on her TV. So it's not like she's stupid. She can figure it out. No, she's doing good. I mean, that's impressive. She's doing fantastic. But to make that switch from that concept of cable TV to... Apple TV or Roku TV or YouTube TV truly is mind-blowing. And it was mind-blowing for me when my son introduced it to me, but I caught on pretty quickly. But for my mom's generation, I think it has just been a nightmare. And I feel so bad for her and anyone her age who is trying to figure their how to watch TV because it is a totally different concept. And it's a hard concept to grasp. Yeah,
0: no, I completely agree. I know in our house in Havasu, um, we had someone come in and install our TV and our electronic system, and he gave us this remote. And it was the most frustrating remote because he'd show us how to do it, he'd leave, and then we couldn't get it to work. We couldn't get the music on the speakers outside to work. We couldn't get the TV to move over to Netflix. It would do nothing. And for months, I was pulling my hair yeah. out of my head. And I'm like, I just need him to come back to explain it. Well, it turns out that that damn remote was defective. So the whole time oh. where I was doing exactly what I was supposed to be doing... It didn't it work. just wasn't working. So now Great. I'm afraid of it. I think I've made my parents afraid of it. They're so gracious as to be watching our dogs right. right now. They're like, just leave us an easy remote for the TV. And I'm like, absolutely,
1: because I like that remote better too. Right. And in Anchorage, I'm well, going to have the same problem
0: as your mom's right. having.
1: Right. As I will too, when I'm in Anchorage, I will have the same problem. And part of it is their options for remotes are not user friendly and yet anyone in my son's age group and younger can easily manipulate those touch remotes where it's just you're like scrolling with your finger but it's like no i like the buttons that you push (laughs) and instead of scroll and i got really frustrated with our remote in um, scottsdale and my son fortunately just He did find one online that is a push button versus the touch remote. Because it's like, okay, have some consideration for the age groups that can't even have the dexterity to do the touch remotes.
0: Exactly. I am in 100% agreement on that. I think I have a remote phobia. Like I have a fear of all Uh, remotes and technology. It's a uh, a, love-hate relationship.
1: It is a love-hate relationship without a doubt. But that mention of phobias, I think, was a teaser to our next episode
0: gosh, you're so good. And you're such a good spoiler too. Like, You could have let it be a little more natural than that. But yes, our next episode is going to be on phobias because you had an experience in your travels that if it were me, count me out, done, because I do have that phobia. And I guess people Mm -hmm. have to tune in next week to- hear your
1: story. To hear my story about my phobia. And anyone who knows me could probably figure it out because I do have the same phobia. And so it was a harrowing experience for me to be face to face with one of my phobias.
0: Yeah. And here's even more of a teaser. The other night at dinner, Mm -hmm. when you shared the story, you called your husband a hero. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I did. gave him a lot of credit for how he handled that. So yeah, everybody with all that shared, I think you need to tune in next week. Cheers. Oh, you you stole my line, but I'll say it now. Cheers. (laughs) (laughs)